but you can start right now. Oh, it's recording right now? Yeah, it's totally. Cool. We're live. <laughs> We're going live. <laughs> okay. Um, <clears throat> so, I'm awake. I live in Portland, Oregon right now. Um, come closer. Okay. Is that better? Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm awake. I'm from, or I'm in Portland, Oregon right now. I've lived here for about two years. Um, I'm a creative. I'm an artist. I primarily work with watercolor at the moment and ink, um, but moved here for the sticker scene and the sticker culture. Um, uh, I don't know. I hang up little hang tags around the city, trying to share positivity and positive thought. Um, and yeah. It's, and you're from Salt Lake, right? Yeah, I'm from, yeah, I'm oh. not from Salt Lake, but from Logan. Okay, oh, so, okay. So pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it's do you remember a couple of years ago, <laughs> yeah. I think, I was doing a show at like the Gateway Mall? Yeah, I get used to Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> I was just making sure. Because, yeah, yeah, I remember just like you walking up and I was like, hey, do you want a free sticker? And you're like, yeah. And here's the sticker back, and it was like the most epic, like hand cut, hand drawn sticker. Holy shit! Like that just doesn't happen every day when you're like doing shows and stuff. So I just like thought, wow, dude. Yeah, that was the crazy experience. That was the beginning of the Awake campaign, so to speak. That was like I was living in Logan, going to college, and I was I was in school at the time. Um, And I, I found this weird community, and most of them. Most of the people that were making stickers and doing all of that kind of stuff lived in Portland, uh-huh. um, which is one of the reasons why I moved here. Um, another reason why I moved here is because Modest Mouse is from here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I really love them. And I've Isaac been Brock, man. Super inspired Ooh, by their shit. music for yeah, so long totally. that I was like, I'm gonna go find out what he's inspired by. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. So, but yeah, the sticker scene. So, I was making stickers, like cutting out, hand drawing everything. That's when I gave you one. Yeah. So now it's happening. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm screen printing stickers now. Cool. Um, Are you still doing like the hand cut, like, because it, it kind of looked like you were taking like scraps from other stickers that you would cut. And, like, I was. Yeah, so like, I was cutting. Like start hoisting it up. But we had to sit there for hours. I would hoist up a lot of vinyl. Uh-huh. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, but um, no. So I would uh, I would cut and layer. It was just like a, like Oracle vinyl, whatever. But I was cutting and collaging to get color background stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it just turned into a lot of work. Yeah, yeah. Totally. <laughs> a lot of work, and I was. It got to the point that I was selling, like sticker packs, and having to make so many that I wasn't able to put up any of myself. Yeah. And it just became like not fun anymore. So yeah. I quit doing it that way. Yeah. But. So you're screen printing them now. Yeah, I'm screen printing them now. Nice. And. Beyond that, I'm doing a lot more, like, illustration kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, I've been following your work, and you're doing, like, lots of, like, full-color, like, really detail. I mean, it's it's been really cool, especially since my introduction to your stuff was, like, that sticker, and I'm like, wow, this is rad. Mm-hmm. And then seeing it kind of, like, evolve and change. And yeah, I'm it definitely changed the direction that you're moving. Thank you. It's really rad. Yeah, thank um, you. So, where does the name Awake come from? You know, like, how did that... It started out very lighthearted, um, because I primarily work a graveyard shift, like I work a graveyard shift now. Um, um, but that's only because I have extreme insomnia, is the reason why I work graveyard shifts, you know what I mean? So like, people would ask 
ask me if I was awake, and I would say, yeah, I'm awake. I'm awake all the time, you know what I mean? And then it kind of just was like, that's what I'm gonna have as my pen name, or that's what I'm gonna write, or whatever. And then it, it turned, it like evolved into a lot more than that, personally, of like an awakening, or like having a, whatever, you know, your eyes are opening to like bigger possibilities, yeah. and your connection to the world, all that kind of stuff, kind of ties into the awake, where it is now, I mean, it's a lot more. I feel like a lot more serious now than it was before. Yeah, yeah, totally. And it's cool that that name just kind of like evolved with your work and yeah. kind of is still relevant. That's, that's mm -hmm. um, so how did you like find the medium that you're currently working with? You know, what was that evolution like? Like, was it kind of accidental or? Totally. Okay. Yeah, totally. Um, before I started using color, I was doing everything with just like fine liner, like all black ink is what I really love, and I still really love to do just lines. Is I love making lines. But um, I wanted to try and understand color a lot better. Um, so that was like, it was like in my head that I needed to do that in order to like progress my work further. Yeah. And um, a lady in Canada sent me a care package of, of stuff. She bought a piece for me and then she sent me a care package and it had watercolors in it. So that was the first thing I tried, um, and I really loved it, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout yeah. out to that lady. That's I know, shout out to that lady. I can't remember her name right now. <laughs> that's so but, dope, um, though. That's like, that's cool that she had such a profound I know, effect. I know, and it's like, so she's, she sent me a couple care packages since then, and she like, she'll send me like things to try out, things that are in her shop. She owns a couple art supply stores in Toronto, Canada. Oh, okay. And has actually invited me to have a show there in November. So I'm really excited about that, but it's like, it was totally her, you know what I mean? It was totally her saying like, here's some free stuff, and now you have no excuse to not try this stuff out. Yeah, Because yeah. it's all in your hands, and it's like, you're fucking fault if you don't do it, you know what yeah, I mean? So, and yeah. that's how it felt. Yeah. So it was just like, well, I had these things to work on now, you know? And and I'm super grateful for it. Yeah, man. I would have yeah. probably just kept procrastinating it if it wasn't for him. Yeah, that's so cool. Um, so, what is the future of, I mean, obviously you're on this trajectory, right? Where you like work with the vinyl stuff and you're changing your medium and everything. Do you see a definite like evolution and do you see like where you want to take what you're currently working with and like, do you want to make it like big installations? Do you want to like make more stickers? You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. what's, what's the current trajectory of what? Body of work is, you know, like I've yeah. noticed those hang tags and like all that yeah. sort of stuff. And like, where is that kind of coming into play with what you're doing? Um, yeah. <laughs> the stickers started because it was just like the feeling of getting up or getting your getting what you're making somewhere for other I don't know, it's a way for people that are not in your social circle or in your life to see what you're doing, you know what I mean? So it's like, that's a cool thing. Um, and it's really fun to give them away to people too. For like people, like I gave you a sticker and you remembered me giving you a sticker, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's, that, yeah. it's that kind of interaction that people, I feel like, don't experience very much in life. It's like... Oh, <laughs> agree, you know? <laughs> But um, I don't know, it can be such a small thing, but it can be bigger than that, you know, beyond, so. Um, 
but I want to, I don't, I don't know, I want to continue growing it. Um, I would love to paint murals, I would love to do that. Yeah. Um, which is another reason why I needed to understand color better and yeah. needed to understand paint better, you know what I mean? So, like, I've been trying to do that. <laughs> now I'm saying, yeah, it you know. Close. It should be close. <laughs> yeah. We can wait. Yeah. Yeah, so that's that. Nice. I think, I feel like yeah. I answered your question. Yeah, totally. Okay. totally. <laughs> um, so, can you, you were saying like, you're always awake, you kind of have that kind of, <laughs> 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 like insomnia thing. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, let me know like, your like rituals and how you create work. Because like, for example, the way that I, make work is like usually like at night totally same, yeah same, same. And it's like it's always when no one's trying to get in, in contact with me and I yeah. can like really focus on it mm-hmm. and so like finding and it was sort of something that I, I fought for a really long time because I'm like I need to be up in the daytime so I can yeah. be functioning with these other people and all this other stuff but once I just accepted it I was like oh and then it became my ritual and how I created work so like totally. how did you find that ritual and like what are some of like the things that you do in that ritual? Mm-hmm. Um, like going going to high school and growing up, that was always the time that I would be. I would always find myself getting very involved in my own projects, like like really detail oriented when I was doing like something for an art class or something for like like when you have to do like a creative thing for your history class, like you get really into it. And it, it was always into the wee hours of the morning. That's just like when it was like, this is grinding time. Like this felt, that was when like all the power, was, like that's where it was all harnessed at was when people were dreaming, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's like, um, that's just how, like that's how I always was growing up when I was a little kid. That's how my mom is too. But um, after I graduated high school, I got a graveyard shift job so that I could stay up in the night. You know I mean, that's when I'm up anyway. I have a really hard time waking up in the morning. Um, so I was like, well, that's great. You know, that's what I'm going to do for my life. And so I've always had a graveyard shift job so that I can stay up at night yeah. when I'm not working. You know what I mean? So, like, so I don't have to change my sleep schedule anyway. You know what I mean, I don't, I don't wake up to alarms very well. Um, so if I have to, if I base my like own personal worth on waking up to an alarm, then it'll be very low, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, oh, I'm just gonna change my life to be this weird, like, isolated person who, nocturnal, yeah. who who's nocturnal and makes a lot of art on his own, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So my ritual is now, um, I stay up super late into the night, either like drawing or painting, or watching, I watch a lot of like documentaries and movies. I try and read, but I always feel guilty when I read because you can't do multiple things at one time when you read. Um, but, and then I sleep until one or two in the morning, sometimes three or four. And then I go to the same cafe every day and paint all day long until they kick me out. And then I go home and do the same thing, you know what I mean? Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. So all the days that I'm not working at the bakery, I work at the bakery three, day, three days a week. And every other day, I'm at... Five Points Coffee Roaster on 35th and Division yeah. all day long, every day, you know, and the people that work there, we know each other, you know, yeah. 
it's normal for me to be there all day in the corner in the window. Yeah. I go there specifically because the light's so good. Yeah. They started asking me, like, do you live around here? I was like, no, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> I live not close to here. But like, why do you come so far or whatever? Because your light's really good. Your windows are great, you know? Like, you have this special little pocket where there's only, like, a little beam and that's beautiful light all day long, you know what I mean? Even in the gray sky of Portland, it's like, I can sit in this spot and have my own studio space, you know, and coffee. And sometimes I get free coffee because I'm a regular, so it's like, (laughs) that's great. And I'm more productive in public than I am at home, too, so. Interesting. Mm -hmm. See, I found that, like, when I'm in a public place, it's not that I'm, like, uh, insecure, but I feel that pressure of, like, it's like there's too much activity around me, but when I can, like, just sit and watch like a documentary in the background. I can mm-hmm. like fully just get into that weird like zone. So mm-hmm. like uh, last summer I was hanging out with Spencer Man and he was like, uh, yeah man, I, I always have to be drawing in like a coffee shop or something mm-hmm. like that. And I was just like, a foreign landscape to me. Like it just didn't make <laughs> sense to me because I'm like, why? There's all like people everywhere, but yeah. like, it's so interesting that like. I feel like um, when I'm at home or when I'm alone, I'll get into the documentary that's playing in the background and then just be like sucked into it and then be like, shit, I should have been making something and instead I was sitting and watching this documentary or, you know, my roommates were home and I ended up talking to them instead of working on this stuff, you know, but if I go into a coffee shop then I can get two or three pieces done in a day, you know, and then get a couple punches on my punch card, you know. Get a free coffee, you know? <laughs> <laughs> or work towards one. <laughs> so, what is your what is your primary way of like? Every artist has to be like. I mean, I guess it depends on like where you're at and like what you're trying to do. But like, you're making, you're selling like originals right now. Is that yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, are you doing it like primarily like for art shows that are being hung, or are you doing it sort of like? the current like guerrilla way of like posting it on social media do you have like an online shop like that sort of thing um yes to all those questions yeah okay so, so you're just like all just like the board. just like everything is a tool and i can use it you know what i mean it's like so i have a show in gresham right now and i have a show at five points the coffee spot that i hang out all the time at um those are both up right now um i have a couple planned but the shows that i do have um, I try and sell everything in it before the show happens, or at least I make it an option on my Instagram account. Yeah, yeah. For the most part, at least. Um, so it's like, that's where I'm making most of my money or whatever. That's where I'm selling most things is on Instagram. Okay. Um, but I feel like the show, like the tangible show, is a benefit to connecting to your city or wherever you're at. Yeah. Like so, so there's no way to just like sell everything on Instagram because I feel like it's. And it's important as an artist to be able to see your own work on display somewhere all together. Like, yeah, like complete that vision. Yeah, like it, it helps me at least to be like, wow, I made all this stuff and it's in frames and it looks good. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Be like, I've never, until really recent, um, I had never had like a show of my own work before. I'd only been in group shows or whatever, but I made, it was like 17 pieces for the show that's in Russia right now. Um, that's the first time that I'd ever had anything all framed and all together still because it's like I'll make a pe- I'll make five pieces and I'll send them in the mail you know so before I get to see a big group of stuff together it's already gone yeah I mean so like 
it was like a it was like a big thing for me. It was like wow, like I make so much stuff. I didn't realize that I make so much stuff. Like, yeah. This is cool. Like this feels cool. Like yeah. wow, I'm an artist. You know, like yeah. it was such a weird it was a weird thing. Yeah, totally. And especially when you can kind of see. I mean, since you work at that coffee shop, mm-hmm. I'm like imagining a scenario where you're like drawing and you get to see people walk up and be like, "This stuff's rad." You know it's cool. I mean? Yeah, where it's not like yeah, connected and... to you. They're just like, "This is really cool." You yeah, know, like appreciation. No. Of it. So, story about that. There were these. There was like a couple girls that were like, so I'm in the back corner of the coffee shop every day that I'm there, whatever, four days a week. Um, I'm in the back corner and, so, and I can see, so like how this space is set up, there's like a kind of a bigger, like a double doorway, kind of as big as this window. Um, and it peers into the other room and all of my art's on display in the other room. Um, so I like, I glanced up and noticed these girls that were walking around and looking at stuff. And I have like a little display right now with a bunch of hang tags that says like, take one, like take the right one for you, kind of whatever. Like, uh, you know, mystical, <laughs> mystical stuff. <laughs> and um, they were like picking through and like having fun with that. And so I was like, I like looked up and smiled at them. And they didn't realize that I was the person that made all of the stuff in that room that they were like kind of fanning over. And like she just like mean mugged me automatically just like don't look at me that way yeah like don't smile at me like that yeah, was like yeah. the look in her eyes and on her face like and I was just like oh like <laughs> <laughs> like, if, like the stuff that you're holding right now that I'm giving to you was from me yeah but you don't know that and that's fine <laughs> and I write under a pen name with that and I don't like typically post my face on my Instagram account so I was like of, like of course you don't know who I am but it was just like oh it was a funny thing yeah but, <laughs> yeah. but <laughs> to that point like about the you not posting your face and you operating under a pen name. Mm-hmm. Is that in any way related to like the graffiti aspect of what you do or is it just like you like the mystery? Um, at first it was more like I was afraid of getting caught um, because I started doing it in Logan and it's a very small town yeah. and they were looking for me yeah. specifically, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that was like that was why I wasn't posting my face in the beginning. Um, moving to a city where it's a lot more accepted and like I'm not the only person doing it, yeah. um, I've, I'm not worried about my face being seen on it, yeah. my Instagram account anymore. Yeah. But I do like it not being about me. Yeah, you know, I totally. like it being about something beyond that. Or I, I just feel like it's unimportant. But at the same time, I feel like it's beneficial for people to see a person behind. Yeah. the creation too it's really you know what I mean? so it's like yeah. it's hard but I don't know if people can see your personality in your post or whatever totally. then it's good I've, I've noticed a lot of like uh, post a lot of cat cat photos yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the people that really when when kind of my work like clicks mm-hmm. with somebody it's generally when I like put my face to it not mm-hmm. necessarily that it's like it's better because but when they when they know that I, I'm not like sort of this guy who's like yeah it's great or like I, I think that I'm the shit yeah, or something like no. when it's like yeah I, I, I think that it's all about just like I love to draw I don't think that I'm more talented than anyone else because all it is is just time you know what I mean like yeah. I just like you've sold your soul to, to art yeah yeah like uh, this is just what yeah, I, I do know. so like it's kind of neat when you meet 
with someone and you go kind of click on it and like mm-hmm. that's been the really cool part about being here and interviewing with so many artists where like you know they're these like big blown up things in your head because before you've met them you're like a fan of their work and all yeah, that it's stuff weird. but yeah. as soon as you know we start talking I'm like oh dude I, I love this guy like yeah. he's so like you know personable and like mm-hmm. it just it changes my opinion of the work and I'll always see your personality in it mm-hmm. when without that interaction it's like so much harder to it's different yeah. yeah and that's an, that's another reason why I moved away from where I was to where I am now so that I could meet people have human interactions and actually meet the people behind the product you know what I mean it was like and it changes everything about how I view their work now you know what yeah. I mean in, in, a, in a beneficial way totally across the board you know yeah yeah so your your move did you uh did you do like you were saying that you were going to school in late or Logan yeah was it mm-hmm. was it art school like like art I was, classes or just yeah I had do you know Chuck Lanavetter yeah, yeah. Dude, he's a good friend of mine. He's great, yeah. yeah. So I had him, he was my first art teacher, and he, incredible, and I still stay in contact with him, and I, I feel like we're friends, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, totally. He was a huge inspiration and an awesome teacher, and the teacher I had right after him was shit. I don't even know his name. <laughs> I don't even remember his name, but it was just like, I hate this. I'm not, I'm not meant to be in school. Like, I can't, I can't do this. I feel like I'm paying for something that I don't even want to buy, you know what I mean? So it was like, and then it changed my whole outlook on my entire all of my other classes were just like why am I here you know like very like yeah. apathetic like this isn't right um, and I told Chuck that and he was like and I, w- and I told him that I was thinking about dropping out and moving to Portland and he was like super supportive and just like do it man like yeah. if you feel like you should do that if you feel like you should drop out and like chase an art dream like 100% do it you know what I mean so it was like that was a huge like push in the right direction yeah and like thinking about where I would be if I was still in Logan artistically, it's like night and day. I mean, yeah. There's no way that I would be like grinding so hard to make this like whatever dream of reality, and it's becoming one, and it's really cool. Yeah, totally. That's awesome. So, yeah. The teacher was the one. To, like, I know. Seriously, Chuck out. was just like, "Drop out, dude." Like, <laughs> like if it's not right, then it's not right, and that's totally fine. Yeah. And to that point, like. Chuck obviously was like a major. Mm-hmm. Are there any like other like memories or moments or people that like kind of pushed you in a different direction? I mean, like obviously we just wanted that, but like definitely. Um, I when I first got like an Instagram account and started posting art, made like I made an art specific Instagram. I had a lot of friends that were like, "You need to start like pushing your whatever art somewhere else." besides just like your sketchbook and to us you know um i made an account whatever and quickly started finding artists that i was like holy shit these people are people you know what i mean they're posting these things um they're really incredible artists and whatever but there was a dude dead cell 84 um this is actually a hat that he made and i bought oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was the first dude that i saw making stickers and um I remember sending him a message saying like, hey, if this is annoying, like, I'm sorry, I don't mean to be annoying or a nuisance, but if you could look through my page or my work, that'd be super cool of you. If that's annoying, please ignore this message. Like, I don't want to be like like, an asshole online. Like, I'm not trying to like, you know, get a shout out or whatever. It was just like, I want you, someone I respect, to give me a critique, you know? And 
he did, and it was so cool. Like, even thinking about how cool it was then, I was like, I remember getting a message back from him. This was before direct messaging was a thing on Instagram. <laughs> so long ago. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> but um, I remember him, like, like starting, he was, like, he started liking a bunch of things and, like, saying, like, actual critiques. And he's, like, I remember him specifically saying, you have a lot of different things going on. Pick one thing, stick with it, develop it, and then see where it goes. You know, that kind of, uh-huh. that kind of thing. And it was just, like, holy shit. Yeah. One of my idols just acknowledged me as a human being gave me a, a positive like positive feedback said I'm doing something good and then whatever and it was just like I remember like seeing the message and running around my house just like holy shit like dead cell oh my god like just freaking out you know and um it was crazy and then when I moved up here I met him in LA oh, wow. like I like sent him a message saying hey dude I'm cutting through um cause I went up the coast and um he was like, yeah, let's meet. So I like went to his apartment. We hung out. Like, it was crazy. Yeah. It was the craziest thing, you know what I mean? So then, and then I moved up here and continued to meet all the people that I was inspired by. And now I've met all of them, you know what I mean? Because yeah. people are normal. Yeah, <laughs> like, totally. People aren't like crazy celebrity, whatever. People are very much people outside of the lens that you see them in. It's just, oh, yeah. Like, totally. It's insane. That's so cool that he gave you, like, constructive criticism that wasn't, like... Because all too often that sort of stuff is sort of, like, dismissive, you know? They're like, yeah, yeah keep working at it, you know? Yeah. But, like, I love when people take the time. It was like, insane, actually, yeah. yeah. It was, like, genuinely, like... Yeah, it was the first real push, I feel like, it, that I had. Yeah. I was, like, even before Chuck, that was, like... That was, yeah, it was, like... This dude makes stickers. Holy shit, I make stickers too, you know? Yeah. And then, yeah, it was cool. So, you don't like strike me as someone who has like a lot of like creative like blocks or like writer's block or anything like that, but like if you do experience that, how do you like manage it? How do you like get past it? Um, A lot of times, I'll, so a lot of the pieces that I make um, start with just um, the color, you know what I mean? Like, I don't typically start with pencil. I typically just um, put paint on there, you know, and see if it looks like something else, you know, then work off of that point. Um, I don't know, that's typically what I do. Um, well, you kind of strike me more as like a process artist. So, I mean, a lot of people that are probably listening to this mm-hmm. have, like the most common thing that I hear is they're like, wow, how do you do all this stuff? And it's like, you just got to start somewhere. You just got to do yeah, it. Yeah, totally. And I think that like what I've noticed a lot about your work is like, it seems like you're very process oriented. So you like, I imagine that you probably start like 15 pieces at once. And I just, don't. Like, work like a little on each you just like I don't. bust out one at, one, at one at a time one at a time over and over okay. and over yeah well just tell me about that process it's super ritualistic I have a clipboard it's clear um I tape paper onto it like just blue tape you know get that clean edge and then I put splash water on it however it, I want you know and then I put color in like I don't know like yeah, yeah. it's 
and then I build. Like I get really obsessed about texture and about like small repetitive pattern. Um, and then I just like layer and layer and layer until it's like, okay, that's done. But do you, yeah, I don't do know. you basically like only move forward when something like, so say you throw some water on there and then you drip a little bit of color and it spreads. Mm -hmm. Do you like analyze that and be like, okay, this is now, this is where the face should be or this is where this like new element should be based on it or do you like see it in your head? You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it clicks. Yeah. Okay. Sometimes it's like, oh, that that looks that's dope. You know, like uh -huh. that's gonna be perfect right there. Um, and this is what I'm gonna do. And sometimes it's not like that at all. Sometimes it's like, I try and I build, and it feels like it's going nowhere. And then I just like take India ink and like destroy it, <laughs> and then start going white on top of that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then build that way, and then see something come through that. You know, and then you know do more white, figure it out. Yeah. Just kind of like chisel away, you know, and, and taking away and adding more, yeah. you know, until, it, until it's like a place where I feel satisfied. Yeah, and that's like the most important part is like knowing when to stop, right? Totally, yeah. Because you can just like yeah. continue on. Yeah. That's awesome, man. Um, one thing that like I'm very curious about is like how people are using like social media particularly like as a strength in their work and like how they're using mm -hmm. that as a tool to like advance in like the modern age mm -hmm. so like how are you using it I guess I don't mm -hmm. really know how that I'm cool yeah, exactly. um it's like yeah I don't know it's it's a platform um there's no way that I'd be reaching so many people without it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's there's no way that I'd be able to support myself without it either. Yeah. I feel like I'd be a lot more limited and I would need to move to a bigger city. Um, and there would be a lot more like, eventually I would meet this person. You know, I, you'd have to meet this person and this person and they know this person and then they also know this person and then like, Eventually, you'll meet this person. Maybe, maybe not. You know what I mean? Like, I would have never met Dead Cell in person ever. Probably wouldn't even heard of his work. You know, if yeah. it wasn't for social media. Um, but because that exists, I was able to. And because that exists, I was able to see this sticker scene in Portland, Oregon. I mean, with, without even living in Portland, Oregon. You know what I mean, it's like. Wait, I thought you said he's in LA. He is. He was living here though. He was. Okay, yeah. Okay. Yeah. He was. So, this is another cool thing about that dude. Okay. So. I met him in LA because he was living here for a while. He lived here for, I don't even know how long, like three or four years, maybe even like 10 years. I don't know. I don't know that guy's life. Anyway, <laughs> but um, he had developed connections here, you know, he had friends, they were all homies. So I met him and he gave them a heads up that I was coming into town and was like, hey, meet this dude, he's cool. Yeah. So it was just like, that was social media, you know, that yeah. was social media working. So he sent like a mass group message to all of them that included me in it and everybody was like yeah well, let's hang out you know like all this whatever stuff which was great because I moved up here alone with no friends no job nothing like and was able to meet people you know Dude, and figure all that out inspiring right yeah there. it was it was so insane hard, like, it was insane and yeah. like and like like even outside of so I was gonna live in my car and my car died in California so I was without a car, without a home, without a job, without anything, without friends. Like, it was so scary, you know? And like, I, I got a rental car, 
and I got here, I threw a bunch of stuff away, and was just like, I don't know what, I don't know what's gonna happen, and I, but I found, I, apparently I had like a, a, like a couple friends that I didn't know were living here, but they, they were living here, but they were living in someone else's studio apartment, so it was like really packed, so I was like sleeping in the park a little bit, I was like couch surfing wherever I could, not sleeping places, like just yeah. staying up and wandering around in the city, and you know, like until the sun came up, and like, it just felt so, it was crazy, you know, yeah. but it was like, it was such like a, a time in my life where I proved myself to myself, and it was just like, I, f I found a job, I found a place to live. The last place that I couch surfed at allowed me to rent their basement. So I was like paying her, living there, working at the airport, got a job on Craigslist, you know, and then it was just like, I got hit by a car the day after I got a job and I had lived here for two weeks and it was just like, I don't have time to deal with this. Like, I'm sorry, like, <laughs> thanks, but you know, like, wow. I gotta go, you know, it was yeah. just like, it was just so much all at one time and it was fine, yeah. yeah. Well, that's like, I mean, if you can prove that to yourself, it's got to feel like you can do anything, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it's like it was the, insane. The ultimate liberation of like, oh, I can wow. handle it. Yeah, yeah I can, I'm an adult. Wow. Yeah, yeah. You know, I moved to a new city and I'm still here, like, almost two years later. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Just makes me want to do it again, though. I think I'm, yeah, I've been thinking about moving to Philadelphia. <laughs> Damn, just trying it out. Big, yeah, yeah. Philly's got awesome. like a crazy art, like street art. Scene. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I have a couple of small connections over there. Nothing, like nothing substantial, but that's how it was here too. You know. Yeah. And it was such a good thing in my life to be just like let's scramble everything up really, really a lot. And I think that that's like um, most people that I talk to that have really done something kind of did it in a way where there was no other option but success you know what I mean like I have a lot of friends that talk to me and they say like oh I want to do this I want to do that I'm like cool do it how are you doing it and they're mm -hmm. like well I'm gonna get to it and I'm like it's not it's never gonna work until yeah. you give yourself no other option like mm -hmm. just cut everything off so that's like the perfect example I'm just like fuck it really <laughs> though it, yeah, yeah it was crazy my parents were like you're doing what <laughs> Like, I'm moving to Portland for stickers, bye! Like, I'm dropping out of college and sticker time! It's just like, they didn't get it. Like, they got it and they like saw like in my eyes that it was a serious thing that I was doing, so they supported it. But it was like, I'm sure they were just like, I don't know what happened. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him, you know? Like, <laughs> but, I don't know, it was cool. So another thing that I usually add on is like, how is the best way that someone can like, if they're a fan or if they love your work, like, is the best way to support is like buy an original, buy a sticker pack, or like follow you. You know what I mean? Like anything. Yeah, yeah. Like honestly, anything. Like, like financial support is always great. You know, people buying things from artists. When I really love an artist, I try and purchase something from them so that they know that I that I want that I want them to continue doing that. You know what I mean? It's like, that's an, a huge indicator to me that, you know, if people are supporting me and my needs, you know, yeah, yeah. it's like, they want to they want to see it keep happening. So yeah. that definitely is good. But anything, you know, like listening to someone, you know, yeah, it's yeah. really beneficial too. And super important. So just, I don't know, if you want to support artists, support them yeah. in any way that you can. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the coolest part about social media and everything is like, because 
as an artist yourself and like as an artist myself like I know that so much and like oh yeah like because of mm-hmm. course every time any of any of my like anybody that I'm a fan of does something I'm like oh yeah you know, I snatch it up or mm-hmm. whatever and I think that's the cool part about social media is like people that aren't necessarily in that world can kind of like can peer into it they can peer into yeah. it see the culture and like get involved totally. you know what I mean mm-hmm. so like that's super cool and I'm I'm so glad you moved here for stickers man I know <laughs> so rad. That, that inspires me to, you know like I don't know I, I love Salt Lake right now but mm-hmm. it's always been on my like bucket list and to hear like not bucket list it's, it's always been on my list of like shit that I need to prove to myself to move to a new city and do all that sort of stuff do so, it do it yeah it's just like yeah just do it yeah 100% <laughs> sure <coughs> just awesome, do it man well thanks so much for like coming and meeting up with yeah, us and doing an interview, man. Um, so what is the handle if people want to follow? Um, it's awake underscore PDX. PDX. Yeah. Right on, man.